Hey there, hey, and thank you for tuning in to this hump day pod of Born to be a Star. Today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power. So, it's official, but it was official very earlier yesterday. Trump beat Nikki Haley in New Hampshire. We're going to get to that part of the conversation in no media allow, but I just wanted to announce that at the beginning of the podcast because it is election season and there's a lot going on right now. Outside of that, today is another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power by looking in the mirror and reflecting on where you've been and where you're going to next. Instead of us always thinking about the bad things and focusing on things that are not good, why don't we focus on things that are? Let us recognize our star power. Let us say, yes, I can learn a new language. Yes, I can change my mind. Yes, I can decide I want to travel. Yes, I can decide I want to read a new book. Yes, I can decide I want to change my style. I want to find a new show on Netflix. Maybe even find a new show on Hulu. Maybe I want to change my political opinions. Maybe I want to actually register to vote. Maybe I want to become a poll worker. Maybe I want to change my job. Maybe I want to change my career. Maybe I want to change my school or my major or my roommate or the apartment I live in. Or maybe I'm sick of living in apartments and I finally want a house. Whatever it is, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can. Even if you decide you want to be a vegan and you eat meat or you want to eat meat because you're tired of being a vegan. Regardless of any of that, you should be saying to yourself, yes, I can. And you shouldn't feel bad about it. Outside of the yes, you can is the never give up. Thank you, John Cena, for that mantra. Never giving up means you persevere through the difficulties and you persevere through the bad days to get to the good. It means life's not always going to be easy. Likely you're going to get lemons and it's not going to be sunshine. It might be rainy. But just go along with the flow and make lemonade and get an umbrella and just laugh or a hood. Just always wear a hood because you never know when it's going to rain, right? Instead of us getting irritated and mad about life, let's find a way to look at it differently and adjust ourselves so we can live it correctly. And that's what we should be doing. That. So, outside of the fact that you should never give up, Seriously, think about that. If you give up halfway through on yourself or you give up halfway through on anybody that you love or care for, you're basically saying you're not worth me staying on this. You're not worth me holding on for. And why would you want to be that person to yourself or anybody? You wouldn't, right? The idea of us holding up our army men and women, our soldiers, Marines, the Navy, the SEALs, those who sacrifice for us. The, those in the Air Force, in the airlines, those that put their lives in danger to protect us in America and every other country around the world. Never give up is a way that we can signify our connection with those who serve. And it's a way that we can show our connection with each other. Life is not easy, but... We can't give up on each other and we can't give up on ourselves either. And finally, why not today? Because waiting for tomorrow, procrastinating and being indecisive is not going to get you to where you want to go. It's going to lead you 
to a place you don't want to be because thinking five years about making a decision that should take you five seconds doesn't work. If you're operating too slow, maybe you need to find a way to operate faster. Just saying. The dishwasher might need to seriously get fixed. You might have to go on Angie and find somebody to do it. If something's wrong with the garage or your car or your animal or you or whatever, don't procrastinate going to the doctor. Don't procrastinate getting things done. Don't put your life on the on the sidelines because it's uncomfortable. Don't do that to yourself. You should be saying to yourself, why am I going to wait for tomorrow when I can do this today? Right? And a good example of this is I called up the dentist and I said, if you've got an opening, please call me. So I went to the dentist last week, got my teeth cleaned, got a new toothpaste that I need and made the situation good. Instead of me waiting and procrastinating and and going into another month, I was like, I'll take the appointment and I went to it. And it was a great decision. And I'm going to call up my primary care physician and see if I can do the same thing with her because I'm scheduled for an appointment in April. And clearly, I want to see my doctor way before that. So I take that homage correctly, right? That mantra of why not today, that's my own personal mantra that I made up. Just like, yes, you can. I did borrow the copyrights from John Cena for Never Give Up. And I, and I say that's his every day. But the why not today, that's mine. Procrastination is not a good thing. And, and taking forever being indecisive is even worse. Just make the decision and live with it. Moving on from the mantra of the day, let's get to the headlines. So we know that, I don't know, Trump beat Nikki Haley. She came out with some speech. He made fun of her dress and it was absolutely hilarious. I laughed my ass off. I've listened to him say the same comment about what she was wearing multiple times. And as someone that does like thrifting, I do like savers. I do like the thrift store. I like Goodwill. I like real, real unclaimed baggage really uh, Poshmark, you know, I like designer things, right? I do, right? Ask somebody that likes designer things or or just thrifting in general. I got to tell you, it was pretty pathetic that she wore that ugly ass outfit. And then she came out and she pretended like she didn't lose. She did that in Iowa when she lost to Ron DeSantis. At this point, she is not good for the Republican Party. Do we really want someone on the Republican Party that's unwilling to admit reality? Do we really want to listen to voices that are unwilling to admit reality? I think we waited way too long to acknowledge the fact that Ron DeSantis wasn't going to win, right? Way too long. We knew Vivek wasn't going to actually finish because he was he was a voice for Trump. He was always a voice for Trump, and he's always going to be a voice for Trump. Maybe Trump will elect him vice president, or he'll definitely be somewhere in the Trump administration for sure. But we knew Vivek wasn't running, right? Because he was 100% Trump and no one else was. Just like we knew Chris Christie wasn't going to win. And we knew that uh, a bunch of the other ones weren't going to win too. We just, we just knew it, right? We knew it. Tim Scott dropped out just the way he should have because he read the room. So what is Nikki Haley doing right now? She's embarrassing herself. She's already down 30 points in South Carolina. 
And they're not going there next, Nikki. They're going to Nevada first. And Trump is going to win Nevada. Now, we're talking about a GOP, uh, you know, election here. We're talking about them going out and getting votes in these, you know, these states around the country of the United States of America. At this point, Trump has won. And every day, every minute, every second, every hour, every 24 hours, that this bitch doesn't take a microphone and just give it to Donald Trump, she's wasting time, right? She might have a lot of money, but that's not helping her because she has no connection with people in reality. She's a war-hungry nightmare. She's just an abysmal nightmare. She's a liar. She's a contradictor. She's a hypocrite. She's a, she's not on anybody's side. When I hear about her talk about her race and, and say inappropriate things, she's another one. She's a Democrat in disguise. Let's call her out for who she is. Part of the Uniparty, just like Mitch McConnell and the rest of them and the dark side of the politics. And she actually thought because she has donors that was going to protect her. But look at the name of the donors that she has. Honestly, we're not stupid, bitch. Never Nikki is what I'm hyping up, right? And I said bad words and I meant them. Nikki is an embarrassment. She should be an embarrassment to women. She should be an embarrassment to women that are Indian, she should be an embarrassment. She's just like that other Democratic uh, politician that pretended she was Native American, right? These people are pathetic. Kamala Harris pretends all the time that she's black. She's not. She's not, right? It's just, it's sad. They need race because they don't have anything else. It's pathetic. But... Nikki's in denial. Abbott decided to ignore the Supreme Court. And I'm okay with that. I think he should put more wires in Texas to stop these illegal fucking aliens from coming into our country. And I'm starting to seriously get ticked off about the fact that they're getting a $5,000 gift card while I got to work every day, 40 hours a week to get my measly fucking salary which is barely affordable in a shitty economy with inflation at an all-time high the way it is, right? Where's the American dream right now that I deserve since I did everything the way I was supposed to? Did very good in school. I went to college. I didn't do anything bad. I did everything the way I was supposed to do it. And I haven't gotten anything, right? Not a fucking thing. The Biden administration said they were going to forgive student loans. Where's my student loan forgiveness? I'm still waiting for it. They're not going to forgive student loans. They never were. The Democratic government and the government took over student loans and they suck, man. So, honestly, whatever. I think that... Governor Abbott should continue to ignore the Supreme Court. He should continue to protect his state and he should continue to do what he's supposed to do because they're not going to do it for us. Why don't they fix the roads? 
because they're using the roads as a way to get a as a shield right it's a green screen it's a picture where they talk about something that they're going to do they use that as a talking point not because they have any Not because they have any inkling to do it, right? They're not in the background here saying, oh my God, I can't wait to fix the road so American workers have an easier time driving on a highway to get to their job. I can't wait to actually do what I'm supposed to do in these states and these towns all around the United States so there's not holes in the fucking road everywhere like Pete Buttigieg's never fixed. I don't ever hear that, right? That doesn't exist here. These uniparty motherfuckers don't care about the roads. They don't care about the construction that's not done correctly. They don't care about things that are left behind. They don't care. Infrastructure is a joke. And it is another black hole. Did you hear about what Germany's trying to do with getting rid of coal? And now I'm German and I'm questioning that and a bunch of other things too. Question mark. Waiting at the airport? Well, if you're American and you're at the airport and you need to get through TSA... Get ready, because if you're going to any airport in the United States, you're going to have to wait until the illegal aliens are done at the airport. What part of our lives aren't these illegal motherfuckers involved in? And yes, I said that and I meant it. And I don't have any sympathy or empathy for these people. If you want to come into our country the legal way, there's, there's a way to do that. And they're not doing it. So... There's only one course of action here. Deportation at a massive rate. We need to get rid of these 10 million fucking people that are here that are not us. Right? If you want to become American, there's things you have to do to do that. And if you're not going to do it the correct way, then you don't get to live the American dream because that dream's not for you. Because it doesn't work like that anywhere else in the world. You can't just go into a country and claim you want to be a citizen there and walk across their boundaries, their land, and say that. Because you'll either get shot or imprisoned. It's only one of the two options. You're dead or you're never getting out of jail. That's it. No one's going to come protest and save you either. You're going to learn the hard way. A lot of people learned about a lot of shit during COVID when they were traveling to other countries and they didn't have COVID documentation and stuff like that. They found out just how the world actually worked. And now people are forgetting that because we're in 2024. Open your eyes, you dumbasses. They're taking over the airport. What's next? What haven't they taken over? The government, the airport, free housing, free food, free clothes, free entertainment, free cell phones. They don't pay for anything. So you know who pays for it? You and me. And they already have created working slaves. 
That's what the middle class is, working slaves. We have the stupidity of thinking that we're free, but we're not. I was listening to Royce White earlier, and he brought up a valid point. They switched slavery from the color of your skin to just being like a person. And we're all dumb for not seeing that. Now, I've called that out multiple times. Like, we work till we die. I have an entire conversation on that. Like, what's the point of doing that? If that's the case, why are they letting these people dominate our airports, dominate our government, take away things for, like, I don't know, um, veterans, take away things from women in need, mothers in need, actual people in need. Why do they get to jump the line? They're not in need. These people don't need help. They just don't want to live where they live. And like I just said, we can't do this anywhere else. Drill, baby, drill. Cannot wait for Trump to get back in, in office so we can get rid of this crappy Green New Deal crap and get back to the gas, man. Nevada, here we come. And we already know that um, Trump's going to win Nevada. He's going to win South Carolina. And he's basically going to win very high in every state, even Democratic states. I think he might be able to take uh, Pennsylvania. He might even be able to get Georgia. Um, I think he's going to do very well, actually. Biden attacks Americans. Yesterday, I was listening to um, the conversation when they were looking at the numbers. And um, that chick with the brown hair from the five was on. And I can't remember her name. I fucking hate her. But she was trying to make a point that Trump is a problem because of the way he attacks people. And um, Dana from the five brought up a very valid point that I actually loved. Joe Biden walked out on a stage with red lighting red background green screens and soldiers and he looked like Hitler he came out on the stage looking like Darth Vader telling Americans that if they don't agree with him they're anti-American but see Americans have rights And he can't take them away from us. We do have something called the Declaration of Independence. And we also have something called the Constitution of the United States of America. The more these idiotic people speak, and I'm not just blaming it on age, I'm blaming it on incompetence and stupidity. The more they point out these things that don't actually make sense and don't add up, the more we should call them out. It's kind of simple here, right? We the people are in the masses. And you the elite aren't. And you think you have the ability to control this narrative because you convinced black people to vote Democrat for a very long time. But black people are not going to vote Democrat because Joe Biden is a fucking moron. And Dana from The Five was completely correct when she said that Joe Biden is splitting up the United States of America and the world. And he is because he's not running anything. Obama is. Joe Biden is just a puppet.
for these far left idiots. Honestly. Biden isn't better than Trump. He's worse because the things they claim Trump did, he is doing. The f- These idiots coming out with Oprah Winfrey on The View saying that Biden cares about his son. He only cares about his son because his son is getting him dirty money. And money is everything to these uniparty freaks. They want to steal all your money every day and then pretend like they're not doing it. And we got to call them out. If Biden wants to attack Americans, we need to flip the script on him. There's only a year away and he will lose his presidency and the Democrats will not have any more power because we are going to take back the Senate. We're going to get a bigger hold of the House and they are never going back into the White House again because we're going to unite between undecided, unaffiliated and um, independents. And we are also going to unite young adults, kids to see the light, marriage, school, creating real goals, your own journey. Your connection with Jesus Christ or religion. This is what matters. Your family. Honor. Saying the Pledge of Allegiance out loud. The words. God bless America. My home. Sweet home. Singing that and meaning it. America. America. Has set me. Singing the words, saying the words, filling the words, understanding what it is to be free. That is what makes us American. So Biden can go on a stage and Ashley or Anna or whatever the fuck her name is from the five can go on there and lie and say that Trump's the problem. But the only reason they let her ass be on the five is because she's an idiot and they like to point that out every show they get. And they have to have some moron on there because Fox isn't CNN and it never will be. They are lying. Biden isn't on anyone's side in America. He already got bought out by China and Romania and Ukraine and a bunch of other countries, too. And I said it last week and I will end it this way. The only reason we're, they're still fighting to give money to Ukraine is because Biden still has a bill to pay. And they're all in it together. They're called the Uniparty and the Crown. And they never stopped. We're stupid if we don't think about what's actually going on here. We are working slaves and they have convinced us that we're free. But we've never been free. Because they created something called taxes And the only people that benefit from the taxes are them. Doesn't benefit us at all. It benefits them and their voters. Because you know who votes for them? Poor people. You know who don't pay taxes? Poor people. So you see how that works? The elite and the poor don't pay the taxes, but the middle does. 
Hmm. Biden's got the red curtains behind him. So tell me about that. Moving on from politics. Thanks for tuning into this uh, hump day edition of No Media Loud. Can we trust advertisements? Now, I've said multiple times how much I hate commercials. I don't like advertisements. I don't like the fact that um, Amazon and Netflix and Hulu and all this stuff, they're they're playing ads and like there's no way to get around it. And now if I don't want ads on Amazon, I'm going to have to pay more. So then I'm going to have to pay more because I don't like ads. I hate them. That's why I don't like TV. I want to watch what I'm watching and I don't want an advertisement because if I want to buy something, I'll go buy it. And I think that ads are just propaganda. For the most part, all ads are propaganda and there's no way to hide that. And it's just a turnoff for me. I don't want to buy your overpriced crap on Fox. All they do is play commercials about giving your money and donating your money to things. And I noticed they don't play those ads on any other station outside of Fox. Because clearly they're coming for the rich people that are watching it. That's understandable. But some of these ads are dumb as hell for like sports drinks and working out and advertisement fortifications or whatever it is. Or like private life insurance or stupid things like that. Like I want to just watch my show and that's it. So for me, I'm not into advertisements. Maybe you can trust them or maybe they're trying to get you to watch the advertisement so you can consider buying whatever they're selling. Just a thought. Our hair stores <laughs> a thing. I have no idea. I used to wear weaves. I used to get my hair braided. I used to do all of that stuff. And I stopped. Right. I, I haven't got my hair braided since I can't even remember. I think it was. Mm, the fall or the summer of last year, June. I just, I started getting a curly perm at Rena's and I fell in love with that. And I didn't like the way they treat people or act toward people in the hair store. So I stopped going to them a long time ago. And honestly, if I'm going to wear a weave or a wig, I can just buy it on Amazon or buy it online from Eunice, the hair store, or a bunch of other hair stores that have you know, human hair wigs or weave. And you know how I am about my hair. I have um, one chick that does my braids and I have, I guess I'm gonna have to find another one that does weaves. But, you know, honestly, why would I want to go in a hair store so they could overcharge me and then be rude and disrespectful? I don't like the way they hire the people that work at the hair stores. I don't like the way they talk to you. And I'm good, man. Like, pass. And the prices are ridiculous. Like, if I'm going to pay that much, I should just go to, like, an actual hair store and buy the hair off online. So, I I prefer buying, you know, hair accessories or hair products either at the store or online. But not a hair store. Simplicity for your hair. Find something that makes your hair easy. Like for me, I found the curly perm. So I have um, a couple of things that I put in my hair. I have this Moroccan oil. So after I wash my hair, I put Moroccan oil and it just has a natural curl to it. And I don't really have a lot to do with it. I do wash and goes all the time. Very simple, very easy. Doesn't take a long time. Um, Simplicity is the only answer. Like I used to like getting my hair braided, but I don't really want to be at the hairdresser for like eight hours. That to me is just like a punishment. 
but some part of me wants to get my hair braided, but I don't know when I'm going to go back to that. No clue. Will bright colors demand fashion? Some people say that the trends of bright colors are going to leave, but I think that they're just starting again. I think that we are doing a full swing circle into the 70s and the 80s. And like, I think that bright colors separate you from everything else, just the black and the blue. And don't you want to be separated from everything else? Do you really want to look like everybody else? Isn't that boring? Like, I feel like it is. I don't know. I, I don't think that fashion is going back to, like, the 2000s. I, I don't think that's happening. I think that bright colors will always be fashionable because you could put white or black with a bright color. You could do trousers. You could do moccasins. You could do whatever, heels. You could do whatever you want. If you're wearing a bright color, that really is a trend, and that sets you apart from everybody else. So lime green, bright pink, royal blue, yellow orange these are colors that are going to make you pop and don't you want to pop just a thought closet organizers are a godsend and you need to get one and put it in your closet so you can organize your weekly wares for work or your weekly wares for working at home I mean, if you work at home, you could just literally put leggings on and a t-shirt unless they make you be on Zoom all day. Who knows? <clears throat> Do we like Nikes? Now, I don't know. I love the way they feel on my feet, and I think I'm just going to buy them and wear them. But Nike does have a lot of problems with, like, how they're doing business and everything. And I don't really like their correlation between, like, basketball players or people that have a lot to say when it comes to politics and like sneakers. Like stay in your lane. If you're fashion or clothes, don't bring politics into it. Just like I said the other day, maybe it was last week. Like I feel like there's a problem with like sports and like politics. <clears throat> there has to be a disconnection. Because I'm a consumer and I have the money. And if you are trying to use propaganda to influence what the fuck I'm doing, then I'm not wearing your product. I'll find something else to wear, right? Pass. So I don't know if I really care about all the stuff that's going on with Nike because I like the way they feel and maybe I'll give them a try. But I haven't really purchased any Nike products in a very long time. And unless I find something that I really like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to them. I just think decisions that they've made, stupid things that they've done, it just leads me to believe, like, I don't know if this is good for me. So, question mark for that one. Moving on from the main part of the conversation to watching things. Murder, She Wrote. So, yesterday, I watched a really great episode of Murder, She Wrote. And while I'm watching the episode, you know, Jessica does her annoying-ass things where she asks all these questions. And she's always trying to solve something. I don't know if there's another show with another main character that's comparable to Murder, She Wrote. Just because her character was like the main character of everything else. There's just nothing like it. Just like there's nothing like...
anymore. They're like, thank you for flying. Just like Colombo. Like, these are people and characters and actors that are irreplaceable. And I just think that the Murder, She Wrote episodes, each one is unique and different. Some of them are more annoying than others. One of them takes place with a clown. And you really have to contemplate who did it. Like, what did the person say? Where were they? What were they wearing? Did you notice a different button? Were you listening and paying attention to the conversation that they were having? Did you witness the setting? Like, where's Jesse going to visit now? How the hell does she have all these friends and stuff? Or these nephews and these nieces? It's a lot going on in the show, but it's very interesting and entertaining. And I happen to like TV series and shows from the 80s. I just think they did a phenomenal job with them. I love the old Magnum P.I. I love Columbo. I'm totally into the older shows. Heart to Heart, uh, Diagnosis Murder. I'm 100% into that versus new TV shows. So given an option, I'll pick Murder, She Wrote any day of the week. Let's go. And I know the song by heart, and I'm not scared to sing it. Um, rest in peace, Angela Lansbury. Um, she passed away about a year ago. But she died at an old age, and um, she did what she loved. And um, she's an amazing actress, an amazing author, an amazing woman. And she's a true legend of mystery. And there's just simply no one like her in the entire world. Just like um, Mary Higgins Clark, you come across these legends, these mystery thrill writers, and it's just like a breath of fresh air. And I also like the fact that Murder, She Wrote primarily takes place in New England. You know, like the, the, the state she lives in is Maine. And she doesn't just live there. She owns a house there. Like, that's her community. That's her home. Like, she's been there a long time. She goes back and forth between New York. She's got things going on in Boston. And it just feels very New England-y. And I, and I like that. That's why I like Mary Higgins Clark, too. Because a lot of her books take place in New York, in like Connecticut, New Jersey, and Boston. And I just like that vibe. Like having books and stories take place in like these settings. Typically, you don't have a book that explores that like that. Like the the true characters, the true setting, what's really happening. Like the shores of the uh, the New York town off the beat of the city. Like things like that. Like imagine what that looks like. That's Murder, She Wrote. True Detective so far. So far, I'm liking this latest season of True Detective. We're on, I think, episode three of season four or something or season three or whatever i i liked the last season of it um the season before was okay and the season before was okay my absolute favorite season is the first season oh my god the first season every episode i was on the edge of the couch trying to figure out what the hell was going on it was so good and that's how i feel about this season right i personally loved silence of the lamb and the idea that I get to see the main character, Jodie Foster, in this storyline, in this show, is just perfection, right? I, I'm one of those people that loves old horror 
And Silence of the Lambs is definitely one of the most scariest movies you'll ever see. Just the idea of some creepy person being like that makes you think, do you really want to trust trans people that are were willing to chop a woman up to take away her vagina or her breast to sew them on themselves? That's what that movement is. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about movies. I think that Jodie Foster is an exceptional actress and her role in this is not what you would think it is it's very interesting and I and I kind of like it and um it's very early but this is very heavy it's very deep there's a lot going on here uh there's a there's a background story behind everything that's happening um there's a lot in the first episode so you really need to watch it and focus and there's a lot in the episode after that too there's layers to this which is really great and I think that if you're looking for something, especially mystery, trying to figure out what's happening, then you should watch this. It's on uh, Max, and I think you should give it a try. If you haven't watched any other season, I think this is definitely something that you should look at. It's just exceptional and extraordinary. And like I said, Jodie Foster is an amazing actress, and she is truly a detective. That's like that's one of her characters that she does in a way that no one else is able to do it like her. Moving on from True Detective, Bad Romance. That's a show that maybe is okay. Mm. Have you ever watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Sadly, I've never watched any, either of those. I just, some of those crappy dating shows on like Channel 8, is that NBC? Like it just leaves me like, like the whole object of the show is to go on a date with someone and see if you like them and then give them a rose. Like that's just tacky to me. Like the... Like the the country or the farmer's wife is another one of those shows that I feel is like the same crappy show that I don't want to look at. Like when I'm looking at a dating show, first of all, Are You the One is like my favorite. And then there's a couple of Netflix ones that I really like. And the reason I like them is because it's like a down to earth show and it's for actual people. I feel like, I don't know, the network shows aren't the same. I feel like the acting is fake and like it's like they already predicted all the relationships in advance. I don't know. Maybe you agree with me or you don't, but mm, Bachelor's not for me. The Last Repair Shop looks okay. Self-Reliance. And finally, Alien vs. Predator. I think that Alien vs. Predator was such an underrated film when it originally came out. And the idea that now they keep making all these alien sci-fi things now is just crazy. Because that was the original movie, Alien vs. Predator. What do you think is worse, an alien or a predator? I'm going to say alien. Um, there's actually a movie called Aliens, and I think that the aliens are worse than the predators. I mean, the predators are creepy, though. But the Alien vs. Predator movie was definitely insane, and i definitely like to rewatch that again. Moving on from watching things to eating things, I miss Starbucks. I haven't had Starbucks in so long that like now I'm craving it, and I have to have it. I'm going to die. Not every recipe is good. Sometimes we see recipes on Pinterest or something, or maybe even a, a video on Instagram, and we think, I can't wait to make that. Then you make it yourself, and you're like, what the hell is this? 
I really think I have to be careful about what recipes I want to make and what I want to make. Because not everything is going to be like Food Network good. Like you're making it. So it's not going to taste maybe the same as what it tastes like on TV. Meal prepping thoughts. So I meal prepped um, sushi bowls this week. And I mean, it's fine. They're good. They're okay. But getting back into meal prep, it leaves me thinking what I was thinking before. Why am I meal prepping? Like the amount of money that I spent to meal prep, I could have spent that to buy the meals that are already made for me and I wouldn't have to do them. So I'm, I have that. Or like I have to eat lunch early at work. So why don't I just eat a yogurt and not spend like five hours making it? Although it is healthy and it is important and I'm probably saving money. But am I really saving money? Like, I don't know. With inflation and the cost of groceries, I don't know. But we'll see what happens this week. I don't know. Overall, I think meal prepping is great. Maybe if I can find some easier options, like just sheet pans with chicken and veggies on it, I'll just go to that or do stir fries because that's far easier. So that would be my go-to. Maybe not a sushi bowl because it takes a lot of things to put into that. And you have to make the sushi right in. It's a lot of effort and time. So maybe I won't do that again. I'll find something easier. But like, I feel like you really have to be into meal prepping and I don't think I am anymore. I think I did it for so long it turned me off. So maybe I can get back into it, but I don't know. To be decided. Drinking more water. We should be drinking more water. I found that drinking more water is easier because I have a 40-ounce um, slim water bottle that I absolutely love. I need to get stickers for it at some point, for the love of God. So I try to drink like 80 ounces of water a day, sometimes 120. Limiting carbs. You can limit carbs by finding alternatives to pasta or just making like lasagna without the noodles, like make the soup. Like you can make anything and just take the carbs out of it. Or you can use cauliflower instead of the rice. There's so many different options you can use outside of that stuff. You just got to get creative, right? And, and see what's available outside of carbs. I did read an article that said that keto, you know, is not as good as they say it is. My doctor, my primary care doctor told me not to do keto. So I stopped doing that. Um, I am noticing a difference with um, working out in my new regimen at the gym, which is four days. Um, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is um, what I do. I do a half hour to an hour every day. And I really think that I'm starting to see a difference with that, maintaining and limiting how much I'm eating each meal, drinking, you know, 120 ounces of water a day. I am really starting to see a difference. And that's all about dedication and hard work. Yogurt cake. Mm. I wonder how you do that. Is that like a is that the cake batter with yogurt and you mix that together and you put that in like the pan and then you put it in the oven? 
Or like, is there a different recipe for that? I'd have to look at Pepper or Pinterest or YouTube and then make the decision. Finally, buffalo chicken roll-ups. Basically, with a buffalo chicken roll-up, you get a taco shell and you make buffalo chicken. You can do canned chicken or chop up tenderloins. Add buffalo sauce and blue cheese and some jalapenos because you know I like mine extra spicy. Then you take the tortilla, you roll up the buffalo chicken, you put that in a, um, a sheet pan or a tray for the oven. You layer that with buffalo sauce and blue cheese and then cheddar cheese. You put that in the oven, let that cook off for about 25 minutes, take it out, boom. I think you'll be really surprised with that. You could also make the roll-ups with zucchini um, or you know you can obviously make it healthier than just the tortillas. Or you can get the carb list tortillas that they have in the grocery store or Walmart or Target or wherever you shop. There's different alternatives for carb or carb carb free. My friends, that is the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning into Born to Be a Star. Don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. Today is just another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power and be the star that you're supposed to be. And guess what? In the darkness, I see your light. You can't hide. I know you're a star. Together, we are going to take over the world, the universe, and the galaxies upon the galaxies because we are the light and the darkness can't stop us because we're unstoppable and the light conquers all. And that's what we are. I'll see you same place, same time here tomorrow. Don't forget your star power. Together, anything we do is possible. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.